What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constancy Podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan. New hair who this. This is the look. I am loving it. Shout out to Guided Hands on Instagram because he got me right. Y'all, this is giving. Like, I didn't think I could pull it off. It was a little weird yesterday, but I'm feeling it today. If you're listening on podcast streaming platforms, head on over to YouTube, search for Constance the Podcast, and get into my new look because this right here, gives i thought i figured out my final form with the last hairstyle with the shortcut and the finger waves but i'm low-key feeling like blonde hair is me i went i got my eyebrows done shout out to my brow tech energy aesthetics y'all check her out phenomenal look at my eyebrows today y'all like i'm just all the way got together life is good everything is good shout out to the people that are skilled at what they do they know how to pull you together honey and uh, do I have any more side conversations to discuss? I don't think so. I think we're in the clear. Let's go ahead and hop into today's first segment. Bitch, you see? Oh, shit. Hold up. My outfit. Let's get into the outfit because I actually got dressed today, y'all. I'm going to put it on the screen, as y'all know. I don't really know how to describe it. I got like a white bralette over top of the white bralette. I have like a cream colored mesh cardigan that I cropped I have on some camel pants and I have on my white converse and I have on my icy blonde hair and this cute these cute silver earrings that Ashley got me the outfit is really simple but at the same time I really love it I wish I had glasses that would go with it but I didn't have any glasses that like really complimented it so I'm upset about that. But overall, I love this look. I feel like I need to go take pictures in it. So everybody, this is really your incentive. Everybody on YouTube, get into today's look because it's given. All right, so let's get into today, into today's bitch. Did you see that tweet? I'm also going to challenge myself to make sure I'm looking directly at y'all because I told y'all that was something I wanted to do. All right, in today's episode of, or in today's segment of bitch, did you see that tweet? There is a tweet of... A man proposing to a woman inside of what looks like a McDonald's. I'll retweet the tweet so that y'all can reference it. If y'all want to see the tweet, head on over to Twitter. Follow me at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. Let me retweet it right now. All right. The man's proposing to the woman at McDonald's. It looks like the woman isn't feeling. I don't know if she's not feeling the proposal or if she's not feeling the man. At the end of the day, she walks away. Everybody in the crowd's like, boo. Which, let me say, let me say this. If there is a public proposal, you should not be booing because it is already a lot of pressure alone on its own to accept a proposal from somebody. Why the fuck are y'all invested in it? I guess I like, I get it. You're watching it. You're expecting a yes. But to hear, but to see a no and boo, I think that's real disrespectful. And that's a lot of pressure on the woman. And then also, let me be honest. Public proposals just aren't my cup of tea. I feel like if you're going to propose to me, do it in private. I'm not even mad at the location. Like, love is love. Personally, don't propose to me at no damn McDonald's. But if that works for you and your partner, do it. Now, when it comes to me, I'm talking. I feel like my proposal needs to be a movie. Lights, camera, action. Nobody was expecting this. Surprise, all the works. Give it to me. Do it to me. I want romance. I want something that just screams, yes, you are the one that I want. And I'm going to put on a show that no one else can top because you are going to be mine. 
That's the kind of shit I want. Not a no damn McDonald's. Not a no damn KFC. But I ain't even mad at the people that do it because you know what? Like, love is love. And although I don't want it in McDonald's, if it's, if, if it, if it's fitting for you, it's fitting for you. Some people don't even do the wedding ceremony. Some people just go to the courthouse. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. But make it a big deal for me as far as the proposal goes. I'm still on the fence about what kind of wedding I want. Because I know I want a, an amazing honeymoon. So, I don't know about the wedding. Anyway, so... That's part of the bitch that you see that tweet. This brings me to my next point. I've seen a series of things happening in McDonald's over the past couple of days on Twitter. So that was one, the rejected proposal. So sad. Hold on real quickly. Is it fucked up to decline a proposal? No, it's not fucked up. What's crazy is did y'all not discuss marriage as an option before you decided to propose? I feel like you should know if your partner's going to say yes or say no to a proposal. I feel like y'all should have these discussions. Don't just pop up on somebody trying to marry them and y'all haven't discussed it. And I don't even think I touched on it. In public, it's just so, it's just too much in public. Like, that's just too much pressure. Like, please. Privacy. It's cool if, like, my family and friends are there. It's dope if my family and friends are there and they helped you in on the surprise. But the world, like, at the mall, don't do that. Disney World, overplay. Don't do that. Like, for me, let's just do it big for me. Superstar needs superstar action for proposal. Okay, so let's get into the other things that happened in McDonald's over the past couple of days. We got a video of a woman shaking her ass in McDonald's. Is this McDonald's? She's shaking her ass at some damn fast food restaurant in Jamaica. The The tweet says, not me getting kicked out. Oh, not me getting kicked out of a KFC in Jamaica. She's twerking. Fuck wherever, wherever she is and all that. How do y'all feel about twerking in places outside of the club? Is it okay to twerk outside of the club? Is there a place and a time to twerk? In my opinion, this is the thing. I want to say that's like trashy to be twerking at the at, at a restaurant. But if I'm with my friends and they twerk, because you know, like sometimes you'll be with some friends, you'll be with a group of girls, and then they'll just be like, hey, they do the little three seconds work. I don't think twerking is that big of a deal. Although I will personally wait till I was in the club. Y'all know I can't even twerk. So that's beyond me. But I think this, this video is a lot more trashy in my opinion. Cause her whole ass cheek is out. I don't know if it's a beach right next door or right outside. It might be, you know, when you go on vacation and you're in your bathing suit and you go to the restaurant at the restaurant and you go to the restaurant next to the beach, you know, you're susceptible to showing a little bit of, it's possible that she would show a little bit of body, but that was just too much. She's twerking. I want to say ass naked. Yes, she's covered up, but the ass is out twerking at the restaurant. That's disgusting. Like, food is being served here. Don't do that. It's, that's just gross. I, I kind of do feel like there's a place and a time for it. I would never make a big scene. I wouldn't record. I wouldn't I wouldn't say anything if I witnessed it, but I would just think to myself, I would not be doing that if I was you. So that was a little uh, to me. I don't even know. Because I'm like, if this was a skinny girl, would I say something? I think just, just the fact that her ass is out. Because if it was a skinny girl and her ass was out, that'd be something too. Time to place for everything. I think save the twerking for the club. Just to keep it 100. Save the twerking for the club. You know what's crazy to me? I was listening to the After Zardy. That's a podcast I like to tap into. Y'all check it out. It's a really good podcast. And the host is asking his guest about like, how they feel about twerking and why women don't twerk at clubs. I guess they say that women don't twerk at clubs or I guess they were saying that they don't fuck with twerking. My thing with twerking is I've never understood how 
women could just go and rub their booty up on a nigga that they not feeling. Because I feel like the the whole act is sexual. I get if you're just twerking amongst your friends. But to put it up on a nigga, I, it's, I feel like it's too intimate to me. Way too intimate to me. Now, y'all know I'm a little bit uncomfortable with the whole, like, sexy thing. Maybe it's just them being comfortable in their sexuality and having fun and it not really meaning anything. But to me, it's, like, too much. How do y'all feel? I've always been, like, side-eyeing my friends when I be go to the club and they twerking on a nigga, especially an ugly nigga. I'm like, oh, not to be shallow or anything. But come on, we can all admit when someone isn't really our cup of tea physically. Now, I just don't get twerking. I've just never been into it. Like, I cannot rub my booty up on somebody I'm not interested in. Fuck ugly. Just, if I'm not interested in them, I can't rub my booty up on I, I mean, I can't rub my booty up on them, period, because y'all know I can't twerk. But, yeah, that's how I'm feeling about that. Now, there's one more incident that took place at, first of all, I want to know what y'all think about twerking. Is there a time and a place for twerking or, or can you twerk anywhere? How do y'all feel about twerking on niggas that ain't your niggas? Do y'all twerk on niggas when your nigga is around? Is that disrespectful if you do that? Since some people would argue that it's not a sexual act, it's just fun. What is it? Well, you know, twerking, I don't know. Twerking is an interesting, it's an interesting topic of discussion. In my opinion, definitely shouldn't have been happening in the way it was happening in that video. Let me retweet that. Hold up so y'all can see it. Okay. We got one last tweet. A brawl in McDonald's. Fast food workers don't get paid enough because you got some people dealing with proposals. You got some people dealing with twerkers. And then you got some people just fighting and fucking up the whole restaurant. There is a time and a place for everything. I mean, fighting, is there really a time and a place for that? I don't think you ever should. But definitely not in no damn restaurant. Because now the workers got to sit and figure out who the fuck is going to stop that. And they just don't get paid enough to stop that. To be 100% honest, security guards don't even get paid enough to stop all that shit. This brawl is ridiculous. I don't want to retweet it because I hate retweeting fights. I'm going to like it. Y'all can find it in my likes. Okay. So, check out Black Mogul on Twitter, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. Y'all can see all the shit that took place in these different fast food restaurants this week. And let me know y'all's thoughts on the tweets, okay? We're going to get into word association. We got the ball here. I'm not going to lie. I low-key feel like... I feel like my hair is giving bad beat energy. Like, go get up and go... Go get up and go do something. <laughs> and I ain't got nothing to do. I finally got a Peacock subscription. I've been trying to watch Bel Air for the longest. Somebody gave me their Peacock subscription. So I'm like, all right, bet. I got something to do after I, I record today's podcast. But I should be doing something to show off this look. We're digging into the bowl of words. The first thing we're pulling out is... Ooh. Does forgiveness mean reconciliation I feel like I gotta sit and think about that because when I truly forgive I think me personally when I truly forgive someone it doesn't necessarily mean that I gotta kick it with them again but there's no bad blood no bad feelings within me you know because I've had friends that I can think of one in particular I want to come out of my mouth and say that she was the bad friend. Maybe I was a bad friend too and I just haven't registered it, but she was a bad friend to me, I feel like. And um, there'd be instances where we would stop being friends and then we'd get back. To, I guess I would, you know, I would forgive her. She'd hit me up. She'd say things like, you know, I miss being friends with you. I'd be like, yeah, I miss being friends with you too. We'd get back together. She would do the same shit. We'd stop being friends. We'd get back together over, I miss you text. And she would do the same shit. 
So to me, to reconcile with someone and become friends with them and let them back into your life or get back together with them is just welcoming more problems back into your life when God has blessed you to separate y'all and whatever the breakup was. You know, I get it. Breakups are hard, but breakups are also a blessing because obviously this person doesn't need to be in your life. So life is pulling you on two separate directions for your benefit. I don't think you need to reconcile in order to forgive. I think you can definitely forgive somebody without mending the relationship. And I think forgiveness really is just for the hurt person. It's for you. You forgive so that you don't have any bad blood, any bad energy within you. You forgive so that you can move on and heal from the thing. But forgiveness does not mean be stupid. You get me? Because I believe that if someone has done something once, they'll do it again. Now, let's create room. You know, I am not against the belief that you can change over time. I get it. Everybody changes over time. Y'all can see I've gone through a grand change in my life. However, I don't think you need to be a part of everybody's life, even if they do change. We applaud the change. We welcome the change. But that change does not mean you get to come back into my life. Especially if I found peace without you. Forgiveness is one heck of a thing. If you ask me if I've forgiven the friend that I had, the, the ex-friend, whatever, I do forgive her. You know, if I was to see her on the street, I would definitely say hi. But we cannot be friends. Not anymore. Because I think that would, excuse me, I think that would just be stupid on my part. You know, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. It's like, Constance, wake the fuck up and realize that you welcome this shit back into your life. And then, you know, sometimes when I think about the concept of forgiveness, I always think about God and I'm like, okay, God forgives me. He lets me come back every time. After I do something, he forgives me. He, after I do something, he forgives me. But I ain't God, okay? All I can do is make sure that there is peace within me and that's it. And I don't think God is expecting you to let everybody back into your life after some bullshit. Because why would you do that? What do y'all think? Does forgiveness mean reconciliation? If you don't let someone back into your life, did you truly forgive them? I think at a, part, a point in time, I used to think that if I didn't let them back into my life, that meant that I didn't forgive them. But you got to protect your peace, protect your energy. Y'all know I'm big on that. So right now, I'm rocking with forgiveness does not mean reconciliation. If you reconcile with them and let them back into your life, are you stupid? No. But if something happens again and they fuck you over again, just know Life and God warned you already. Okay? You can't be mad at people when they show you who they are. Like, I mean, I guess you can be mad, but why would you be mad at somebody showing you twice in a row who they are? Like, they showed you the first time you got to run with that, you know? That's just how I look at it. Let's go into the bowl again. I think that was a good one. I want to know y'all's thoughts. Everybody comment down below. 30, 40, 50 of y'all watching. Everybody leave a comment. Everybody should have made it to YouTube already. Let's interact. Let's talk. Comment down below. Let me know your thoughts on forgiveness and reconciliation. Let me know stories or, or things that have transpired between you and somebody and whether or not you let them back into your life and how that turned out. Let me know, y'all. Talk to me. Okay, we're going into the bowl again. Let's see what we pulled out today, honey. Ooh. The sex talk. 
with my kids. I was talking to Ashley about this the other day. I think I'm going to be very honest with my kids about sex, especially considering we're gay. It's going to be like, okay, you got to know how you came out the vagina. I think people do a lot of censoring children, and I understand wanting to keep a child innocent, but it's life. And I think because we make sex such a taboo topic, it seems as though a kid isn't old enough to understand this. I don't really see why a kid can't know what a vagina is. I don't really see why a kid can't know what a penis is. Like, they they got them, so, like, why not know? And I think when we make sex so taboo and we make it as though this is something that you can't talk about until you're old enough or you can't know about until you're old enough, I'm not trying to make any assumptions, but when I feel like in instances where children get abused, children get molested, they're shy and hesitant to talk about these things because, oh, it's bad or... They don't even know what just happened. Whereas if they knew, they'd be able to articulate and explain and at least know deep down that this isn't good, you know? Um, Why assumption? But I just think that kids are able to grasp the concept of a lot of things and we shelter them. But we shelter them like halfway. I don't know. Like I, um, growing up, my parents didn't allow, we were very sheltered. We weren't, we didn't talk about sex. We didn't know about sex. We actually weren't even allowed to watch movies that had anything sexual going on. If there was like kissing and we were watching it with my dad or my mom, we would be told to close our eyes. Like we were not allowed to see that shit. So I get it. But then, like I've said in another episode, there are parents that will say things like, oh, my kid can't know about sex or shouldn't know about sex or shouldn't know about this or shouldn't know about that. Let kids be kids. And their kids are watching those adult movies with them or in the same room with them. Um, Their kids are being exposed to like weed, guns and drugs. I'm just confused as to when people really, I don't understand when or how people decide what a kid is too young to consume. Because if you ask me, kids just shouldn't I don't think kids should know about drugs and guns and shit like that but there are a lot of instances where they do and then we got people that are like oh they shouldn't see gay characters on tv oh they shouldn't know about sex oh they shouldn't know this oh they shouldn't know that like I get it we don't need to over sexualize things keep them innocent but I don't think that they shouldn't know about the birds and the bees earlier on or they just should know about shit like just have conversations and let them know that shit exists like yeah Gay people exist. And I think what TV is doing now is allowing room for conversations to be had within the home. And the best part about it is, like, you get to watch TV with your kids or center what your kids see so you can um, dictate and determine how you want to have those discussions. But I don't think that these are discussions we should shy away from because when we don't talk about them, kids go to school and they find out from other people and then they're fed the wrong information. Like, kids are the ones teaching other kids about sex. And then kids are thinking to themselves, okay, this seems cool. This seems interesting. Or, oh, everyone's doing it. I have no idea about it. Let me go find out about it. I just think being more open and honest with them. Like, am I going to have the sex talk with my kid at five? I don't know. But if they ask, I can't imagine that I would lie or say something like, you're too young to know about that. Because I feel like I got a lot of uh, responses like that growing up. Or you don't need to know about that. Or don't worry about that. And it's like, it's really nothing to worry about or no. It's just this is life. So let's talk about it. Um. That might be me being very ignorant. I'm not a parent. I understand wanting to protect your children. I understand wanting to, like I said, I understand wanting to keep your children's innocence. Like, I don't think, not even, yeah, I don't plan on having my kids, even watching a lot of TV, to be 100% honest. But I do, and I do plan on leaving room for those discussions. 
because it's just life. Like, it's really not even about, like, they're too old, they're too young. I just want to have those discussions, and I want them to feel comfortable coming to me to talk to me about things because I didn't have that. So that's my stance on it. What do y'all think? Out of everything I just said, what do y'all think? You agree, disagree, let me know. I would love to hear from parents. If you're a parent, please let me know what your thought, like how you're going about the sex talk with your kids or just talks in general with your kids about anything. Um, The media exposes all of us to a lot of different things nowadays. It's so hard to duck shit. How are you having those discussions? Um, I personally don't like that. I don't feel comfortable talking to my, not even just my parents. I don't feel comfortable talking to anybody in my family about those things. And I just don't want to perpetuate the cycle I don't want that going on and on and on for generations of my family not feeling comfortable to talk within family because I learned a lot of shit from other people I was exposed to a lot of shit from other people and it just it just left left me very curious and rebellious so let me know I know I know not all shelter kids go down the path that I went but I'm very interested to know y'all's take um I'm definitely against kids watching tv to be 100% honest I'm against kids watching TV. I'm against kids having video games. Like, we were not allowed to play video games in my home. We were not allowed to, like, my dad did not rock with gun games, gun movies. Like, we weren't exposed to a lot. Or not that we weren't exposed. My dad just would say things like, that's not good. And they upheld their side of the bargain. So, like, I told y'all that my parents would say things like, they never drank before. And I get why they said that because it was like, okay, my parents never drank before, so I can go my life without drinking because it's possible. And for the longest time, I did think that. Not only did they say they never drank before, but we weren't exposed to, like, alcohol. There was no alcohol in my home. Not even any. If I wanted to experiment and try, I could try. Like, there was just nothing in my house except for the Bible, my brothers. And (laughs) we had, my dad had a lot of video cameras, so we just got into content creating early. Not even that we were posting it anywhere, but our creativity... We were allowed to be creative. Um, like I told you guys, my mom was taking me to Michael's to buy bracelet makers and tie-dye and stuff. And we just weren't we just weren't watching TV. I remember when we fucking found out that clocks had radios and we were listening to radios. We f- music, like, we found out about music on the slide. When we got a computer and you get to school and everybody's talking about LimeWire, you download LimeWire and you're like, oh my God, I can listen to music. That's how we got into music. It was LimeWire. Before then, it was straight Christmas music and gospel. Like, we were very sheltered. I didn't even know that there was a world of music outside of gospel and um, <laughs> Christian music. I said God, Christian music, Christmas music. Like, we were very sheltered. But I didn't feel like we were missing out on anything. And... I can go with that as far as like media consumption. I feel like I'm going to try to uphold that as far as media consumption as best as I can. I know I'm going to be in the media and in the light, so they're going to know a lot. But I do want to have discussions with my kids. I don't want to keep saying that because I've said it enough. But yeah, I want to know y'all take. I want to know y'all's take on that. I think if I could go back in time, I wish my parents would have just told me like straight up like this. This music is very secular. I don't even know what I would have wanted. I don't even know what it was that they, I don't even know. I don't even know what kind of discussions I would have liked to have. Just been being straight up and honest instead of, instead of just like completely cutting it off for me. Uh, we weren't even allowed to watch TV on the week, on the weekdays. Like we watched TV on Friday, Saturday and Sunday until 8 PM. Everything we spent our time doing was reading books and talking to each other and writing summaries and just, I don't know. Life, yeah. <laughs> when I found out we were growing up a lot different than everyone else, I was like, oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah, for the most part, it worked until the sex. Is, I think when when I started hearing about sex and learning about sex, I was like, oh, okay, this happens. And yeah. Yeah, okay, so I would love to know y'all's take and perspective. I'm thinking, do I go into the bowl one more time? Yeah, let's go into the bowl one more time. Let's see what we pull out. Ah, okay. There was this one says JT in jail. JT from City Girls. There was an audio that was surfacing around. I think she was doing an interview and she was speaking about how her experience in jail humbled her, but also made her feel like badass. And I could dig it. First of all, I have never been to jail. Let's be 100% honest. There's no way I am surviving jail. I, my first instinct, y'all know periods around my life. My first thought when I think about jail is what the fuck do you do on your period? I've heard of instances where people don't have pads. I have heard of instances where people couldn't shower. I'm like, there's no way I'm, no, couldn't be me. You don't even get privacy in the shower, bitch. You don't even get privacy in your room, do you? Like I've seen jail on TikTok. <laughs> niggas on TikTok. I mean, niggas in jail on TikTok got fucking, speaking of TikTok, we got to talk about TikTok. Um, niggas in jail on TikTok. Niggas in jail and they got, phones and they on tiktok okay i don't know why it took me so long to say that but anyways i've seen jail i'm just like hell no just fucking hell no anyways hell no oh my god i couldn't i would not survive in jail i feel like i would cry every fucking night if i ever got arrested that's why i don't be playing when i be talking about scamming and shit really it's just me like consciousness i cannot go to jail okay i really don't play illegal shit when we are in the pandemic and niggas was filing for unemployment when i tell you i was making sure i was not lying about shit because bitch you ain't taking my ass to jail I cannot do jail. No, I'm not fit. I'm not fit for jail. Like, God, take me through whatever trials and tribulations you got to take me through. But God knows Constance is not fit for jail. Hey, shout out to all the women that go through jail because I know it ain't easy. I know it's tough. They holding it down. Free everybody in the pen. Free everybody that really is arrested for fucking weed. Niggas get arrested for weed and serve big time. Niggas get arrested for motherfucking raping people. Shit. Motherfuckers don't even be getting arrested for raping people because they need all these, all this proof. And when they take them niggas in, the niggas get out early. Like, I really don't get the whole stigma behind weed and it being bad and taking niggas to jail. That just have, has never made sense to me. Like, I understand why you would lock a nigga up for selling crack because damn nigga, you really fucking up somebody's life. But weed... Y'all heard my weed addiction. It wasn't that terrible. It was, it was, it was, it was, I was on it, but it wasn't that bad. Like, I don't, I don't know what the, what the whole deal with that is. Free everybody that's in jail for weed because what the fuck? We all smoke weed. That's the great thing too. First of all, this is a different route than I want to go in, but it's crazy that weed is becoming legal. Like weed is legal in Fairfax County. That's the county I'm in. Is it legal? Yeah, it's decriminalized. Let me say that. It's decriminalized. I think you can have weed up to like, I want to say an ounce and be good. And niggas got locked up for that shit. Niggas was getting locked up for G's. Oh my God. I remember one time we got caught smoking weed by a fed, me, Brianna, and uh, an old friend of ours. We went to a strip club. We went to Fuegos. I don't even know if Fuegos is still a thing. It's in Maryland. We're in Maryland. Maryland police is a whole, they're a whole nother different breed. Okay. So we went to Fuegos, right? And we're outside of the strip club. We're smoking. We're 18, too. We just turned 18, so I was real scared. Anyways, hitting the blunt, hitting the blunt. I didn't think anything of it. All of a sudden, why did a fucking, first of all, 
I'm like, should I pause it? Let's pause. It. I know I done got all the way into the story, but my I see my camera ready to tick and tell me it's about the end. So let's do a brief intermission. I'll change my camera and all that shit. We'll come back. We'll finish the story of the strip club and my thoughts on JT in jail. We'll do everything else that we got to do for today's show. And then we will end the show. Okay, I'm so sorry, guys. Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, I'm back. So where were we? I'm hitting a J in the car. I'm with Brianna, an old friend, right? We smoking, smoking, smoking. All of a sudden, I hear somebody trying to open the fucking back door. Bitch, the person opened the back door. We look back. It was the fucking police. First of all, let's talk about how the police be doing shit that they really shouldn't be doing because what law told you that you can open my car door without my permission? Nigga didn't even have no courtesy to knock. Nigga just opened the car door and we all had weed. I had a J. I ain't going to hold you. I was young in this mindset. I put the J out and I hid the J because I'm like, hold up. Because if we get away, I still want to smoke this J. <laughs> I think Brianna just put her J down in the back seat. And then the friend that was driving, she threw me her weed or whatever. And I'm throwing it back in the seat. Like, don't be trying to put your shit on me. Okay. The cop is in, the, he's at the back door. Brianna's in the back. He talking to Brianna. He said to Brianna, you was better off eating it instead of trying to hide it. Cause I just seen that. I'm sitting there like, oh my God. And I think we all were like, please don't take us to jail. We don't want to go to jail. Don't take us to jail. Don't take us to jail. We're sorry. We're never going to do this again. I will never, ever act like I'm big shit when it comes to the police, bitch. I say it every time I give, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. I apologize. I understand. Am I allowed to reach into my car department, my um, glove department? Like, I, they kill niggas out here in case y'all didn't know. So I don't be playing that disrespectful shit. Okay? I've had some people be like, well, I'd rather have them kill me and I held my own and stood my ground. Like, okay, you do that? They, they'll they say they'll kill you anyways. If a cop gonna kill a cop gonna kill you, unfortunately. But... I ain't going out. I don't know. Okay, let me not touch that topic because I don't know. I never been killed by the police officers, obviously. But I show respect because them niggas is scary. Them niggas is not here to help us. So the last thing I'm about to do is piss them off. Um. Okay, so where was I at? Police officer ends up saying, you know what? I'm going to let y'all go. It's actually legal in Maryland, but you can't do it in the backseat of your car. I mean, you can't do it in your car. You have to do it in your house or whatever. He let us go. I brought that up to say that you seen how I was scared. We was all scared, crying, begging, don't take us to jail. That's the energy I have. Please don't ever take me to jail. I can't do jail. Again, shout out to the people that can do jail. Or not can do, but have done it. Because I know it wasn't easy, especially as a woman. I mean, women or men, I know it's hard regardless. But kudos to y'all, freedom niggas. The thing that I pulled out of the bowl was actually in regards to um, JT. And her saying that it humbled her, but also made her feel badass. So I say that I get that point because when I was, um, you know, I went through the homelessness thing. I never want to be homeless again. Very scary experience. But I really do. Not I feel badass, but it's like, nigga, I'm resilient. You can't do shit 
that's gonna break me down other than take my ass to jail but other than that like i got this in the bag if i survive this i can survive anything so definitely my worst trial has made me feel like i does this for real like you know me y'all i really don't i mean not that not even my worst trial just anything that i go through makes me stronger you know what they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger like i really i really walk in that shit so I tell y'all I don't fight at all, right? I will never go and brag about fighting or say that I've had a history in fighting, da 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 Because I really don't have, that's not something I want to do. But I be knowing deep down in the back of my mind, like, okay, I think everybody can relate. You get teed up, you get drunk. Sometimes you're like, ooh, I wish this bitch would try me to see if I still got it in me. Like, I don't fight. But if I get a little bit of tequila in me, I might could be thinking about which bitch want it. Right. That's why I just don't I, I stay out the mix and stuff because I don't I've never even been tried. I don't even know what my hands would do in a drunk moment. But at the end of the day, I'm not I'm really not scared to fight anybody if I have to fight them. Because I know I if I need to, I could. But let's hope I never have to do that again because I don't ever want to mess up my face. Look at how beautiful this face is. OK. Um. OK, so that's the end of the bowl. I think I addressed everything I wanted to address in regards to the bowls and stuff like that. Uh. We did need to talk about TikTok because I ain't even run y'all down on what happened with TikTok. So y'all know we talked about white people ain't nobody to the cookout two episodes ago. If you follow me on Instagram at Constance the Pod and at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A, you should be following me by now if you don't watch this many episodes in. Okay. I take snippets from the clip, from the videos, and I put them on the internet, right? I post a snippet talking about white people excuse me not even about white people i post a clip talking about the white girl i'm like white girl posting a video of her rapping black people talking about here's your cookie here's your cookie here's your cookie that's the intro of the the video right bitch tiktok took it the fuck down talking about hate speech i ain't even too mad about that i mean i was mad that video hit 70k views before they took it down so i was like oh shit i'm getting ready to go viral they took it down before I hit viral viral it's going it's still going on instagram but it ain't doing numbers like it was on tiktok that's besides the point they took that video down talking about hate speech. Y'all know how many times I done said niggas, bitches, hoes, and shit? Y'all know I be cussing. I done said a lot of fucked up shit, and they have never taken it down. I mean, I'll, I'll give it to them. They've taken down my things that I've said nigga every once in a while. But TikTok be letting people post fighting and a whole bunch of other ratchet and dumb shit. And at the end of the day, regardless of what TikTok let other people post, that just wasn't hate speech. I see a lot of people arguing about, not arguing, they discuss that TikTok hates on black creatives. Black, black creators, they say TikTok is a fucking, a white app. Apparently it is because apparently you can't just say the, the phrase white people and get far on TikTok. I'm even mad at it. Actually, today I got a notification that was like, your account is in the red. You got one more strike and then they're going to take down my account. So TikTok is watching my account because I have gone against community guidelines. The other video they're talking about was when I said girls need to get guns. Like TikTok, get the fuck up out of here. Anyways, if TikTok take my ass down, I'm going to come right the fuck back and keep posting my shit. I ain't worried about it. But fuck you, TikTok. And at the end of the day, I could say the word, the words, white people, if I want to say the words, white people. Bitch, freedom of speech. I could say whole shit fucking damn. Where's Elon Musk? Put his ass. Let him buy TikTok. Because if he is rocking for freedom of speech, he going to rock for it on TikTok. You know, I don't even really understand the whole Elon Musk freedom of speech shit. Anytime they bring up Elon Musk's name, I'm like, what the fuck did this nigga do again? I know what he is known for, but I don't know why his name rings bells. Like, well, I guess because he involved with Tesla. But 
when Elon Musk does something, Twitter shuts the fuck down for Elon Musk. Like, that nigga is all up and down the timeline. And I'm like, wait, did this nigga, what the fuck did this nigga do? When the fuck did this nigga become relevant? Okay, that's besides the point. Anyways, all in all, just fuck TikTok, yo. I think today we learned that fuck TikTok. Forgiveness doesn't mean reconciliation. I ain't meant for jail. And let's have more. Let's normalize sex. You know what else? I didn't even say this. One thing I don't really like about the whole sex thing is like, especially as a Christian growing up in a Christian church, Christian household, mostly Christian church. I remember one time I went to church. The pastor's like, oh, well, let's get into sex. But actually, we're not even going to go there because y'all ain't ready for that. Like, this is a group full of college students. What the fuck do you mean we're not ready to talk about sex? The church does not do a good job of having the sex discussion because people are out having sex yes abstain and all that we get it but people are still having sex so have those just normalize the sex talk even in church why the fuck are we acting like niggas ain't fucking i don't know for those that were listening on the podcast streaming platforms i just made a bunch of faces into my camera because that's all i can say just normalize sex like what's so taboo about it everybody is doing it kids are doing it little boys and little girls are doing it we don't want them doing it but i've heard people have lost their virginity at ages 10 13 11 that's because people don't know what the fuck they're doing and they letting other people tell them what the fuck's to do (sighs) oh my god let's go to the next segment dear constance okay so i have an advice column submission shout out to the person that left this let's get into it Today's advice column submission reads, Dear Constance, my parents never taught so I showed me how to save. So now that I have my first job, I want to buy myself a car, but I suck at saving money. Do you have any advice? The only saving advice that I have, and this is something that I do, whenever I get paid, I take 10% of that check. If the check is $200, $20 and put it in a savings account. I actually have two checking accounts. Um, the checking account... I have one checking account that's like my, you know, debit card and all that shit. Then I have another checking account and I just put money in there. I don't have a card linked to that checking account. So that's my savings account. And, um, yeah, I just take 20% of every check I get and I put it in there and I don't touch it. And I just leave it there and it accumulates over the years. Another thing that I do that I know is hard for some people, but I do it. With my tax check, like my tax refunds, when you file your taxes, I take that money and I just put it in the savings account. I don't touch it Um, because I was going to live life without that money anyway. So that's not something I like bet on. Yeah, that's just really how I save and constantly be looking at what you want so you can remember, okay, I'm saving for this. I'm saving for this. I'm saving for this. I'm saving for this. And that's really it. Don't eat out. Grocery shop. And when you go grocery shopping, buy shit that you actually want to eat so that you're excited to cook so that you do eat at home. And, yeah, that's really it. I don't know if you got a social life, but if you got a social life, limit however much you're going out. And that's really it, y'all. That's it. If anybody has any saving tips, drop them down below. I'm not, like, the best saver. I just know that if I want to do something, I need X amount of dollars. I just start focusing on it and saving. And, like I said, just the 10%. I've just been doing the 10% thing for a while. It just helps. So that, that way I don't feel like I need to save the whole check, but I know that I put something aside. Yeah. And then I would do this too. Like, say I get paid and I put my 10% already in the savings account. By the time the next check comes, I'll just take whatever is left from that check and put it in that savings. Like, whatever is left from my past check, put it in the savings account. 
and then just use the new check, put my 10% from the new check, use the rest, like, you know, use the remainder of that check for the rest of the month and shit like that. I don't know. Like, I'm just, once I just have what I need, I don't really care about the rest of the money. And I think it's because I don't go out, so all I'm doing is grocery shopping, and I just don't need a lifetime supply of groceries. Got groceries, gas. My car is paid off, so I don't pay, like, car note. I just pay insurance. Like, I don't really have that many bills. So, yeah. And if you don't if you don't pay rent, like, if you don't pay rent, you should be able to save. Like, if you still live with your parents, you should be able to save. Shit, if I didn't live, if I didn't have to pay rent, I would definitely have a lot more money than I have now. Okay, hopefully that was helpful. If anybody has any advice, I don't know if I've already said it, leave a comment down below for this person. If you need advice, you guys, give me a call, 2405873186. You can also leave an anonymous submission by clicking the link in my description box on YouTube or in my Instagram bio. That will take you to my advice column, and there you can leave an anonymous submission. So now we're in Let's Get Deep. We're going to pull a random card. What is the best trip you've ever taken and why? The best trip that I have ever taken was when Brianna and I went to Mexico. I have a plethora of stories that I can that I can share with you guys. I'm not even going to go into detail on the stories. I'll save those for another episode. But the best trip that I've ever taken was with Brianna when we went to Mexico. I think that was like my first adult trip, just me and Bri. It was dope to just go with us two too. Like when it's me and her, I don't have to worry about other, what, like, I don't know. We kind of want to do the same things for the most part. And so, and then we just combine our money. There's no like question about like who has money, who don't have money. Like we just, when it's just us two, we just look out for each other. Shit's good. Shit's easy. Shit's good vibes. It's just fun. I love being, I loved that whole vacation. I love to, Brianna, shout out to you girl. Um, I know I have it somewhere in this bowl to discuss that trip. So that's why I don't want to go too, de- too much in details with y'all, but We'll get into it one day, so y'all stay tuned. But that was the best trip I've ever taken. What was the best trip y'all have ever taken? We, um, y'all know I don't have a job right now, so we put a pause on our vacation for the summer, and we're going to plan towards our birthdays, unless something magically shakes and shifts for me, which I'm kind of bummed out about. But I know that whatever my life is going to look like in the next couple of months is going to be good. So I'm not worried, honestly. Okay. That's the end of today's episode, you guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. You already know what to do if you need advice. I'll tell you once more. You can call me, 240-587-3186. Click the link down below in the description box or my Instagram bio, at Constance the Pod. That will take you to my advice column, and there you can leave an anonymous submission. Leave me a review and a rating, guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Follow me on Instagram at Constance the Pod. Follow me on TikTok at Constance DuPont. Follow my personal pages at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. I'm on TikTok, Twitter. Follow me on Twitter for sure if you want to see the bitch that you see that tweets. Follow me on Pinterest, TikTok, Instagram. Follow me everywhere. I'm everywhere. This is a visual podcast. So if you listen to this whole episode on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, feel free to head on over to YouTube, get a look at my hair, get a look at today's look, and um, subscribe to me there. Everybody subscribe to Constance the Podcast on whatever platform you're listening to me on. If you're watching this on YouTube and you'd rather listen to me on the go because you don't want to sit in the YouTube app, you can do that too. Head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Search for Constance the Podcast and you will find me. Really just search for Constance and you'll find me. Okay. Um... I think that's all I have to share with you guys today. Again, I'm in love with this hair. This look is giving. It's just beautiful. I feel like this is like, I really feel like that girl, because y'all know I'm a natural girl. 
And sometimes I feel bad for like gloating about how beautiful, not I feel bad. I just feel like, oh, I shouldn't talk too much about my beauty, but girl, it's given like natural face and what, um, I was a little insecure about this because every time I was looking at dark skin girls on YouTube with this platinum blonde hair, they would always show their face with a beat face. So I was like, oh my God, is this like going to look good? But here we are natural and it gives. So I love that. I'm feeling good about it. It's boosting me. Like I'm fucking with it. Um, this is just like, I love it. I love it. Okay, we're going to end today's podcast. If anybody is dying to try a bold look hair-wise, get into it. Get it done. Don't be afraid. Hair grows back. Somebody DM me. They were like, oh, you're giving me confidence, but I don't know if I have the head shape. Like, does anybody really have the head shape for a shortcut? I know there's science behind it. People will say so. But, girl, cut your motherfucking hair if you want to cut your hair. I feel like a brand new B-I-T-C-H. I got to stop using that word. I feel like a brand new woman it's given woman one of my friends was like is that a filter one of my guy friends guys are so dumb he talking about is that a filter like what filter is going to give me this color hair come on common sense please filters are not that advanced are they listen to today's podcast it's kind of long i'll see you guys in tomorrow's episode peace